Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode two of The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Made it through episode one with some technical difficulties, but we made it through. We just really want to uh, thank our family and friends for the support and love. Uh, continue to listen to us at work, on your way to work, while you're working out, while you have that 15-minute break, while you're pooping on the clock. No big deal. Listen, subscribe, like us on Facebook. Really appreciate the support. Episode two, Unbuckle Those Pants. We're going to talk NFL season preview, so let the belly hit the table. It's time for the feast. Kick it, Kyle. Spinebuster Sports presents The Feast, hosted by Sox Sanchez. to the Wild Wild West Michigan show featuring myself, Sox, and Professor Poundcake. This is The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Cake, how are you, sir? So good, Sox. We got football this week. It's coming. It's coming. Kyle, you look really, really good today. Oh, thank you. I wrote that on my piece of paper, but in all seriousness, he's wearing his Notre Dame gear, and we're just not so sure about how we all feel like this in the studio today. Big game tonight with Notre Dame and Florida State. Yeah, you know, we'll see. Every Notre Dame year you have so much hope, but they always find a way to disappoint you at some point during the season. Pressure is all on the Fighting Irish tonight. Pressure is always on the Fighting Irish. It's always on when you're hated by everyone, Sox. That is 100% true. Hey, last week we talked about fantasy football. This week we're going to talk about real-life football. Talk about the 17-game season instead of the 16 games. Who are the division winners going to be? Who's going to make the wild card? MVP thoughts? Who's going to win that Super Bowl? Get that fork and knife out, everybody. We're going to dig in next on The Feast. Enjoying The Feast? Please like us on Facebook by searching Spinebuster Sports. And also, please subscribe on YouTube. Appreciate your support. everybody talk about NFL football Kyle we're gonna start with the AFC East yes the AFC East Sox where I believe the Buffalo Bills will reign supreme once again this year dominating the AFC East and probably being the only team to make it out of the East to the playoffs I see the Patriots make a little step up now they got Mac Jones at quarterback and Belichick's realigning things in New England the Jets will be the Jets, Sox, and still finish in the bottom. And I see Miami pretty much staying pat to where they were last year. 
I agree with Buffalo. New England, nah, I you know they can be here or there. Jets will be the damn Jets. Miami, I'm I'm intrigued with Miami. We so many people had so big belief in Tua, and now we're kind of seeing that Tua is not that exciting prospect that we all maybe thought he would. That's why you know I talked about last week Justin Herbert being my favorite quarterback out of that class. Is there enough trust in Tua to put Miami over the ho the hump? Um, I believe that they will be the sixth seed and make the wild card. I don't believe there is enough trust in Tua. We've already heard reports of the Dolphins owner wanting to try to make a trade for Deshaun Watson and get him in Miami. I imagine Tua was a piece of that trade. But it seems like whenever Miami takes one step forward, they take two steps back in a lot of ways and they can't get in their own they can't get out of their own way. Agree to disagree. I guess so, Sox. NFC North? NFC North. AFC North? AFC North. AFC North. I've got your favorite team of the AFC North Sox, the Cleveland Browns, coming out with a division win this year. Uh, Baker Mayfield making some big strides, taking that next step to be one of those top-tier quarterbacks in the NFL. They have a lot of weapons on offense, and they're paying some guys a lot of money to be there, and uh, they hopefully should be turning that into some wins this fall. Yeah, money don't mean shit. Their defense was absolutely garbage last year. They gave up as a team 419 points. I have Baltimore coming out as the division winner. I think Lamar Jackson is going to take a step where he can make things happen on his own and carry a team. I also have Big Ben hopefully being this last hurrah. I think he'll have a nice running game with him this year. So I have Baltimore winning the division with Pittsburgh making the wild card as the fifth seed. Cincinnati's obviously rebuilding. Their offense should be real fun to watch. Same with Cleveland's offense. Should be fun to watch, but those two defenses are just poop. Guess what, motherfucker? Guess what, motherfucker? Sox, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I got Cleveland winning the division. Baltimore uh, making it in as a wild card. I have Pittsburgh missing the playoffs on tiebreakers. Uh, more on that to come. And then Cincinnati finishing at the bottom again, get locking in that top 10 pick next year, hopefully still on you know year 12 of a rebuild. Yeah, hopefully they'll address a defense at some point. All right, Sox, next. Looking at the AFC South, I think this one pretty much goes without saying. The only well-established team in the AFC South are the Tennessee Titans with that run game. The only running 10 I see. <laughs> running behind Derrick Henry and... That great offensive line, Ryan Tannehill at the helm. I see them, you know, winning a lot of games, winning a lot of tough games this year. They go, they have home against Buffalo, followed up by home against Kansas City. Then they go away to Indianapolis, away to L.A. Rams, and then home against New Orleans midseason. Tennessee's got a hard road, but I think they're going to end up coming out on top of the AFC South. When playoff time happens, you know, if they're not playing at home, you're probably going to play in some cold weather games, and they have that team to fight through that with Derrick Henry, grind the ball all the way through. Indianapolis, we'll see if Carson Wentz can duplicate what Old Man Rivers did last year. Houston is a shit show with, with the whole Watson situation. Jacksonville, I give Urban Meyer two years. He'll be gone after next year. Uh, you know, it'll be fun to see what Trevor Lawrence can do, but Jacksonville, they traded their whole defense last year to start this, whatever they're doing in Florida, um, Tennessee, like I said, the only 10 I see in that division making it. 
I also have Indianapolis making the playoffs just barely edging out the Steelers on a tiebreaker as the seven seed. So pretty much same old, same old from the AFC South, at least in my eyes, sucks. Hey, fair enough. Tennessee. All right. Tennessee, Kyle. <laughs> the AFC West sucks. I think it goes without saying. We'll be seeing the Kansas City Chiefs wearing the division championship T-shirts again, celebrating at, in Kansas City and... Yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. That division's, I think, the toughest division. Uh, Kansas City's in it. All I wrote next to my notes for Kansas City was, yep. Um, Vegas, the Chargers, the Broncos. I have the Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, as the seventh seed wild card. Um, you know, Vegas can be there. The one thing I'm interested about Vegas is, is Derek Carr really John Gruden's boy? You know, he won games with Rich Gannon back in the day and Brad Johnson. Derek Carr is a completely different quarterback. You, Derek, I call him a yay-boo. Like, he's got three games, you're like, yay! And then three next games are boo! I give the ball to Josh Jacobs. I think that'd be a different story, but I see the Chargers as a seventh. And uh, like I said, Kansas City's number one uh, seed in the whole AFC uh, conference. Excuse me. Yeah, I pretty much agree with that, Sox. I don't know if Derek Carr is really anyone's boy outside maybe his mother's, but Gruden in Las Vegas was an experiment anyways. He'd been out of the game for 10 years, sitting up in a booth, just calling it how he sees it, and so far, it, things haven't went the way they planned in Las Vegas. Pound the rock with Jacobs, I think it's a different story, but uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll be right back with our NFC predictions. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. The Catfish Blanco Recycling Center. We kick all the boxes. Men and Ranch Strip Club. It's healthier than depression. Ron Caputo Meat Tenderizer. I beat your meat so you don't have to. Welcome back everybody to the feast. Brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Spinebuster Sports. Spinebuster Sports. Uh, NFC East. Let's start there with the shit show division. Who you got? I don't like really picking anyone in this division. Socks and I hate to say it, but I... The Dallas Cowboys winning the NFC East somehow uh, just make, just makes sense with Prescott coming back in their offense. Yeah, really, they're the most complete team in the NFC East. I mean, if Washington had a little more consist consistency at the quarterback spot, I could probably put them as the division winner. But yeah, I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys winning the division and no one else making it into the playoffs here. Yeah, I'm excited about Washington's defense. Their front, uh, their front four, front seven should be an interesting uh, approach to second quarterbacks. I have Dallas winning the division as well. I have Washington being the five seed in the wild card. Okay, that's interesting, Sox. We shall see. We shall see. Uh, now our home division, the NFC North. I don't see anything really changing here. It's Green Bay and everybody else sucks. What do you think? Green Bay, uh, you know, being a show in Michigan, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Lions. Uh, I'll be one to say, and I think most of us will think, that uh, Campbell will change the culture there in Detroit. He's been a very accountable for some of these players that he's cut in the last couple weeks, calling himself an ass, all that good stuff. I like that accountability out of him. Um, now if you can just get the team to – get together and play some defense. Can they fix the defense? They were probably the worst defense in the NFL the last three to five years. Uh, Chicago, kind of a tweener team. You know, is Justin Fields going to step in, be, be an exciting player? Can he get them over the hump? Minnesota, their defense was good a couple years ago. 
Kurt Cousins can sometimes pull it off, but I don't have faith in them at all. I have them being fourth in the division. Uh, but like you said, Green Bay, I have them as my number two seed in the NFC. Yeah, I think it's just business as usual in the NFC North. Rodgers is angry. It's probably his last year in Green Bay, and he will be making a tear through the NFC North all the way to the playoffs. The only thing I can say with Rodgers is if he's going to play pissed with his team around him being pissed with him, or is he just going to be pissed and seclude his team with him just being pissed with himself? Yeah, it's hard uh, road to toe with that because Rodgers just being pissed himself, kind of going out there, uh, I think works well. But if he needs to rally the team around him, they all need to be playing with a chip on their shoulder exactly. the way they uh, ended last season in the NFC Championship game. Yep. All right. NFC South sucks. I don't see any way how Tampa Bay doesn't win the NFC South. Makes sense. I had them as my number one seed coming out of the NFC. Atlanta, they're a team that can go four and thirteen, or a team that can go thirteen and four. I, they're gonna, I think they're gonna be on the shittier end for sure. Carolina, I think they could be sneaky. I think they have a sneaky good pass rush. I think they're starting to come around on defense, but I still think having Darn, uh, Aaron Darn, um, Aaron Darnold, Sam Darnold as their quarterback, eh. But yeah, McCaffrey, I think you know if they keep feeding him in any way, receptions on the ground, he's the best player has a chance to win an MVP even if they get to the 500 mark. Um, and then the Saints, one of those teams, they, they're great on defense. Their defense is definitely overrated based on all the Sean Payton talk of running a offense. You have Winston starting. You know, Taysom Hill was 3-1 and one last year as a, as a replacement starter for Breeze. But I don't have – I have Tampa Bay winning the division and no one coming out of it otherwise. Yeah, I have Tampa Bay winning the division. I also have New Orleans coming out of it just barely inching in at the seventh seed. Um, Their defense. Carolina, it's going to be interesting. I think Sam Darnold outside now of Adam Gase's influence, we could see some big strides from him. They have a lot of weapons there in Carolina at the wide receiver position and Christian McCaffrey. Uh, we could see him taking strides. And when it comes to Atlanta, I think Matt Ryan's best days are behind him. I agree. You know, uh, they have a terrible, terrible defense. Uh, what They have Matt Ryan, they've got Kyle Pitts, and they've got Calvin Ridley. And that's pretty much all Atlanta's got going for him. So, once again, in the NFC South, we're predicting business as usual. Tom and Tampa doing it up. Go Bucks! <laughs> and now for the... Ever interesting NFC West. Sox, it's, you know, we got, we both have three teams making it in the playoffs from the NFC West. Uh, I've got the San Francisco dominating not only the division, but the NFC and being the number one seed in the NFC, uh, followed by the Los Angeles Rams also do in dominating fashion in the NFC, and then Seattle being my third team in the NFC West to make the playoffs. Followed by Arizona finishing right around the 500 mark. Yeah, I, uh, the Rams winning the division based on their defense uh, throughout the whole year, 17-game season. Uh, I think it's going to be a huge situation there. I have Arizona as the seventh seed in the wild card. I think they get over that hump. I think they, they push along and become a, a good team, but not a team that when they make the playoffs is going to do anything special. I have San Francisco as the sixth seed coming out of the division. Uh, they had a lot of close games last year that they just kind of capitalize on. It's going to be interesting what they do with Jimmy G and Mr. Lance. Uh, I think they will make it work by using both. I think their defense is hitting their prime. I think they have a lot of 
unused weapons on offense. I really love Debo Samuel as a wide receiver. Uh, I have trust in Kyle Shanahan that he can get them over the top. And then Yo-Yo, our buddy of ours, he's going to hate me, but I had Seattle not making the playoffs. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. I think Russell can still lead this team to the playoffs, though, Sox. They always have a good defense. They'll have a running game. They got not only Carson in Seattle, but some young running backs that they've drafted over the last couple of years that they'll be able to lean on. And if Pete Carroll can just let Russ cook, I think we'll see more good things out of Seattle per usual. He's going to have to cook. They have no offensive line. We'll be right back with Super Bowl predictions. Thanks for listening. Listening to us on YouTube? Hit the subscribe button. Welcome back to the feast, everybody. Brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Socks here. Uh, we're going to start with the AFC playoff predictions. Uh, like I said, my seeds, I have Kansas City being number one, Buffalo two, Tennessee three, Baltimore four. Coming out of that first wild card round, I have Buffalo beating the Chargers, Tennessee beating Miami, and Baltimore beating Pittsburgh. Moving into the divisional round, I have Baltimore beating Kansas City. I have Tennessee beating Buffalo. And coming out of that, we have Buffalo, or excuse me, Baltimore, Tennessee. I have Baltimore going to the Super Bowl, Mr. Cake. Sox, I love to disagree with you, so I'm going to go ahead and say I got Kansas City with the number one seed. They will end up playing in the divisional round the Buffalo Bills who take out the Los Angeles Chargers in the wild card round. And then I'll have the Tennessee Titans over the Indianapolis Colts in the wild card round going on to play your Baltimore Ravens uh, beating the Cleveland Browns in the wild card round. I will have, I'm going to take Buffalo over Kansas City though in the divisional round, and Tennessee over Baltimore. And then we'll have Buffalo and Tennessee in the AFC Championship game, and I think Josh Allen is going to make it over the hump and make that Super Bowl, and I have Buffalo winning the AFC. I have the same feelings about Lamar Jackson. I have just this feeling in my groin that he could become a quarterback that can take it up on its own and win a game in the playoffs. I have him winning that big game against Kansas City and maintaining that uh, strength through the into the Super Bowl by beating Tennessee as well. I think their defense is very underrated. Last year, uh, they had a margin of victory of over 10 points. No other team had anything close to that. I think they have the right structure there. Losing Dobbins is going to hurt, but I think they have a well enough offense that they can plug and play running backs, whether it be Justice Hill, Gus the Bus, Lamar's going to use his legs. But now he's got weapons on the outside. He's got Bateman. He's still got uh, the, that boy from Texas. Duvenay? Devin Duvenay, yes. Yeah, Devin Duvenay. Duvenay. Uh, Marquise Brown. Bateman's probably out for the year. Uh, you have Boykin, like Kyle talked about last week. So Mark Andrews. I just think Lamar Jackson's ready to go and put himself over the top to get them to the Super Bowl. There's no doubt that he has the ability to do that, Sox. I just question which Lamar Jackson we're going to get. Are we going to get the Lamar Jackson that was the MVP a couple years ago? Or yep. are we getting a Lamar Jackson who started off really slow last season and had some uh, issues before getting it fixed? And, and still made the playoffs. Right? That's true. They did make the playoffs. Who did they lose to in the playoffs last year, Sox? Uh, Kansas City or Buffalo? Buffalo Bills, Sox. Yeah. Buffalo Bills. 
Alright, Sox, with my NFC picks, I've got uh, San Francisco 49ers as the number one seed. Uh, they will get the bye. They're going to end up playing the winner of the Dallas-Los Angeles Rams uh, wildcard game. I have the Rams beating Dallas. Uh, and then we will have Tampa Bay will be playing the New Orleans Saints. I have Tampa Bay beating the Saints. And Green Bay will be beating the Seattle Seahawks. In the divisional round, I've got Tampa Bay over Green Bay, as much as I hate to say it. I think Tom Brady's just going to be too good this year. That team's just going to be too solid. And they will play the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship. San Francisco gets past the Rams in the divisional round. And then I have Tom Brady going to another Super Bowl, Sox. 11. Yeah, 11 Super Bowl. I don't know who can stop Tom, but it does doesn't certainly seem that anyone in the NFC will be able to. A little different on my end there, Kyle. I have Green Bay beating Arizona in the first game, the Rams beating Washington, and San Francisco beating Dallas. I then have San Francisco causing an upset beating Mr. Brady. I also have the Rams beating Green Bay. So you have the Rams and San Francisco in that championship game. San Francisco beat the Rams twice last year. I think Kyle Shanahan has his number. I picked San Francisco to make it to the Super Bowl. I just think they're in their prime. I think they have the right they have the right quarterback play. I think they have enough weapons now that they can put them over the top. And if they get in a situation where they got to gun it, I think they can do that. All right. So I have Buffalo versus Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. Who do you have, Sox? Baltimore and the 49ers. All right. And then for Super Bowl winners, I think – be partying up in Buffalo, get a little yeehaw, Josh Allen circling the wagons and bringing Buffalo a championship that they have not seen in quite some time, or ever. Ever. I have Baltimore beating the San Francisco 49ers. Ooh, interesting, Sox. No, well, I just think they have the complete package of a team. I think they have they have that identity that they've had for 10, 10 plus years. And they're not going to go away from that anytime soon. And I just I don't think Lamar Jackson is ready to roar. There's no doubt in my mind that Baltimore. Ready to ha! Sorry. Baltimore definitely has a juicy package, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Enjoying us on YouTube? Hit that subscribe button, you dirty hairy. Welcome back to the feast. Brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Now we're getting into some MVP talk. Sox, I think there's only one man that you can choose to be the MVP this season, and I think it's going to be old man time himself, Mr. Tom Brady. I agree. I think there's some interesting choices. I think McCaffrey can be one. I think he's going to lead the league in total yardage from scrimmage. Mahomes is always out there. I've talked a lot about Lamar Jackson. Josh Allen could be a candidate. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry could be a candidate. But it's hard not to say Tom Brady based on how he finished the season last year and all the weapons that he has returning. So I will say Tom Brady as well. Yeah, I just see him getting even better in Bruce Arian's system and probably setting some records this year. You know, with the extra game, we're going to see some more 5,000-yard seasons. And, you know, maybe Tom Brady can notch up there to 60 touchdown passes, Sox. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Uh, defensive player of the year, Sox, I think they already gave it to Aaron Donald. I think T.J. Watt has a chance to maybe 
uh, move in there, give him a run for his money, but it seems that Aaron Donald just is the man. He's the best defense player in the league, for sure. I, I, I have no one else in my head that would trump him. Yeah. Uh, offensive player of the year, Sox. Rookie? Rookie, yeah. Offensive rookie of the year. I have Trevor Lawrence just because he's going to get the most exposure. Yeah, I think Najee Harris has another good chance. He's going to have a lot of exposure. I think dark horse candidate-wise, we talked about uh, Jamar Chase just because of his rapport with Burrow in Cincinnati, but I don't see Cincinnati really doing that much again this year. The only one you can really think about is Mr. Mac Daddy Jones. In New England, too. Yeah. You know, somebody to keep your eye on, but I just don't think they have enough weapons. Like, uh, well, not that Jacksonville does either, but I just, like I said, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have more of the leash to do what he wants. Yeah. All right. With comeback player of the year, probably I'm going to go with Dak Prescott. Him, I don't see anyone else. Him or Barkley. Yeah, him or Saquon. Uh, I just think that if the Antonio Cowboys. Antonio Brown, maybe. Antonio Brown, yeah. If Antonio Brown has a big year. Uh, I just see if Dallas wins that division. Jared Goff. You know, Jared. <laughs> uh, Sox has got jokes today. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Uh, three bold predictions, Sox, for the upcoming NFL season. You go first. Me? My first bold prediction is the Kansas City Chiefs going undefeated in the regular season. Kansas City is something like the 12th easiest strength of schedule this year. You look at the games that uh, they open up very hard. They open home against Cleveland at Baltimore, home against the Chargers, uh, but Kansas City always starts off hot. Uh, they follow that midseason with a stretch of home against Buffalo at Washington and at Tennessee, but it's still very early on in the season. Um, One extra game. There is one extra game, but when you really start looking at how they end the season, you know, outside of a game against uh, at home against Pittsburgh, I could very much see the Kansas City Chiefs running the table, being angry after the Super Bowl last year, and trying to prove a point. Uh, my second bold prediction is that the Houston Texans don't win a game this year. It's kind of a dumpster fire down in Houston, and with all the questions they have at the most important position in football, I don't see, oh, I see many ways that they could just not win any games. Uh, right now, I have them winning one against the Jets. The Jets come to visit them late in the season. But outside of that, and maybe a game against Jacksonville, I don't see Houston winning many games this year. I think they're going to be a shit show for years to come based on the fact that all the players they traded away, they did not get worthy picks for those that talent. Uh, I Like I said, extra game that season, it's going to be hard to kind of pull those zeros for either wins or losses. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> Word of the day. And my third, my third bold prediction is Ben Roethlisberger does not finish the season as the Pittsburgh Steelers starter. I think... You'll either see Ben get hurt or struggle about midway through, and to give Pittsburgh the best chance to make the playoffs, I think they'll make a move to put Dwayne Haskins in at quarterback and lean on the running game a lot after Najee Harris gets started. Fair. Fair. All right. Fair. Sox, you got some bold predictions for NFL season? Yeah, based on some of the things I said earlier, especially about the NFC North being a dumpster fire of a division, uh, one bold prediction I will say is the Lions will be a 500 ball club. It's going to be hard. They face the NFC West, which is probably the 
toughest division in the NFC. But why not? 500 for uh, a Lions team. I think they have uh, hopefully good team chemistry compared to last year. But everybody hated Patricia. I think everybody's on board with Campbell. Can Goff, you know, maintain uh, not making turnovers? I got a D-rection from this D prediction. D-rection. <laughs> you know, Swift staying healthy. Like I said, can they fix their defense at least, you know, get them out of the, the last place finish there, you know, get them in the top 20 would be great. But 500, why not? <laughs> it's not going to pay off, Kyle. That's why it's bold. Uh, number two, I think John Gruden will be fired after the season. I know he signed that, what, a 10-year deal worth a shit ton of money. I just had this weird tingling feeling that especially if the Chargers come out as the second team in the West, that I just have a weird feeling that his time is done. I think he's overrated in this era of how he wants to coach football. He hasn't adjusted enough to the new game of football. That's my number two. Number three, I'm torn with this one. Even with San Francisco, I have them making the Super Bowl with Jimmy G carrying them without Trey Lance playing a snap. After that fact, I have them trading Jimmy G after the season and having Trey Lance be the guy after after the year. After they come this far with Jimmy G and all these predictions of next boy wonder, he's going to lead them there and he's going to be traded. Wow. That's all I have to say. Wow. Yeah. Socks. My pants are soiled too, Kyle. <laughs> oh, socks. It's a nice end to episode two. You know, it's been a lot of fun doing this. You know, just having a good time talking sports with one of my favorite buddies. We're homies. You know, uh, just to give everybody a heads up, I know we've talked about football heavy the first couple episodes. We will be talking other amongst other topics, like, for example, top... 10 favorite SNL players of all time. Top, top 10 finishing moves in pro wrestling history. Top 10 favorite franchises of all time. Top 10 pictures of socks on Facebook. That's scary. <laughs> top 10 hairiest pictures of socks on Facebook. <laughs> top 10 drunk Kyle stories. No, that's, yeah, that's... That's, <laughs> that's the feast after dark. Yeah, that's the feast yeah, after dark. That's even scarier. Well, Sox, needless to say, I am excited, sir. We've got some Notre Dame football tonight. We've got NFL coming up in a couple days. And I can hear the CM Punk chants already, Sox. Can you hear them? Ollie. It's almost clobbering time. Almost clobbering time, Kyle's pants have hit the table. Like we've said before, like us on Facebook. Like us and subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit that button. Hit the button. Hit all buttons. <laughs> You dirties. We'll be back next week with top 10 sports movies all time and the debut of our NASCAR spot. Turn left. Turn and left. And now we're turning right for sure. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. First socks on the cake. We'll see you later. Peace. Love you, Kayla. <laughs>
Like us on Spinebuster Sports on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Spinebuster Sports. Spinebuster Sports. Hit the buttons, you nerdies. <laughs>